0: Welcome to A Day of Prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me.
1: Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word.
2: Hello, I'm Layla and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us this morning as we discuss God's Word. But before we do that, let's take a moment and open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for today and for your goodness, Lord, and for the joy that you fill our hearts with, God, that we can rejoice in you regardless of our circumstances and situations, Lord. And I declare victory in anybody's life, Lord, that has been previously facing defeat lord and we accept it in your name lord and we stand amen. in it and we rejoice with each other in it lord and we rejoice amen. in you and i just thank you for your faithfulness to us lord for always amen. being there when we need you lord and for always caring for us and carrying us where it is that we need to go lord so i just thank you for that today in jesus name amen in jesus name, amen. amen thank you for that prayer layla
0: yes and good morning and welcome everyone welcome to our bible study and our as we continue in the book of Romans so we are in chapter 15 still and we are going to reread the uh, verses 25 through 33 so can I
3: get a volunteer to read that section of scripture please I will all right Charles but now I'm going to Jerusalem to minister to the Saints For it pleased those from Macedonia and Agagia to make a certain contribution for the poor among the saints who are in Jerusalem. It pleased them indeed, and they are their debtors. For if the Gentiles have been partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister to them in material things. Therefore, when I have performed this, and have sealed to them this fruit, I shall go by way of you to Spain." But I know that when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Now I beg you, brethren, through the Lord Jesus Christ and through the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in prayer to God for me, that I may be delivered from from those in Judea who do not believe, and that my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, that I may come to you with joy by the will of God and may be refreshed together with you. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. 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 So, we are going to open the floor up at
0: this time for anyone to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to, to you, and also to ask any questions that you have. And honey, you were beginning to share something with us at the end of the last podcast, so how about we start with you?
1: Okay, thank you. So, in the previous podcast, Promise had a question about verse thirty-two: "That I may come to you with joy by the will of God, and may be refreshed together with you."
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And we were we began discussing. Um, first, we looked at First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse nine, where it says, "Let me read it to you really quickly." It says, "For we know in part, and we prophesy in part." And that's, that's a, an inkling for us to understand there are some things that we know full out this is what it's going to look like, this is what it's going to be, mm-hmm. but there's some things that we're speaking by faith or the Holy Spirit is revealing to us and it may not always seem clear. And then we were discussing how sometimes our vision of how things are going to play out is different than what God is actually saying, no, this is the way it's going to go. Because our, our natural humanity wants to flee from anything that seems like it will cause pain or um, shorten our life. We, that's something that God gave us for a safety mechanism. And it's still something that has to be brought into obedience of Christ. Because at the end of the day, we are here to do his will. And... Um, It's not always a pretty story it's not always you know the happy ending that we're especially americans are used to seeing on tv but also that our our natural human body and in its simplicity wants to avoid so in verse 30 in verse 30 he's asking them to intercede for him And if you look at the words that he chose, I beg you, brethren, through the Lord Jesus Christ and through the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from those in Judea who do not believe, and that my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, that I may come to you with joy by the will of God and may be refreshed together with you. Take a look at... Oh goodness. Let me find that in Colossians. Where he's telling them that uh Colossians one twenty four actually. Colossians one twenty four It says I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church of which I am become a minister according to the stewardship from God, which was given to me to fulfill the word of God and the mystery, which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed in the saints. So the the very first I read verses 24 through 36, there is an indication here that something's coming that he doesn't necessarily maybe want to face. It's it's a hard swallow moment because there's no case where we as God's people who are seeking his face, who are steadfastly beholding him, that he leaves unaware of what's happening because that's the very job of the Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth and to show us things to come. That's who he is, and that's what one of the things that he does for us as believers, um, being ambassadors for him, but also sojourners in this world who belong to the heavenly community. He makes us aware of what's going on and what is actually going to happen. So looking at, uh, let's go to Acts 21. If you happen to have a Bible that has maps in the back of it, Look and see if you can find the maps of Paul's journeys.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And you can see if your if your map if your Bible's like mine and it has those maps, you can see where he traveled, the places he stopped on his first and second journeys. You can also see his third and fourth journeys,
4: mm-hmm.
1: which what you were discussing with us um, on the podcast before about him going through Macedonia and things of that nature.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: Looking in Acts 21, and if you read back, oh, in your, you know, your personal study time, you can go back to Acts chapter 19 and see his time in Macedonia coming up to this point. Mm -hmm. But chapter 21, and I'll just...
0: Starting in verse 10.
1: Okay, go ahead and read that for me, babe. It
0: says, as we stayed many days a certain prophet named agabus came down from judea and when he had come to us he took paul's belt bound his own hands and feet and says thus says the holy spirit so shall the jews of jerusalem bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the gentiles now when we heard these things both we and those from that place pleaded with him not to go up to jerusalem then paul answered what do you mean by weeping? Yes. What do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart? For I am not only for I am ready not only to be bound but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. So when he would not be persuaded we ceased saying the will of the Lord be done.
1: Okay. So the first um Nine we started at ten. The first nine verses talk about how he journeyed he's he's left and he's now at cost and he's going to the different places and he's staying with the disciples at various places and as we know god's custom, he starts giving us hints and indicators that something's going to happen right this is coming, be aware you know because that he loves us and
4: mm-hmm.
1: Even if it's a hard thing, his plan for us is still good. Even if it's going to present a challenge to us, his plan for us is still good. Now, Paul's statement here, um, still in Acts 21, What do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Going back to Romans 15, verse 31 he asked that he may be delivered he said intercede for me now I don't know exactly how this letter fits into that proximity if he wrote it um, as he before he got here where um, the prophets daughters came and prophesied um, I'm sorry when prop the prophet prophesied to him and made it this is there's no more shadow this is here it is because As we would say, where I grew up, he was up the street from (laughs) Jerusalem. He had made a stop in another city and he was getting closer to it. And the Lord wanted his heart to be prepared for what was going to to happen. So I'm not sure if he wrote this letter when he, how early it was, how far he was away from actually landing in, or uh, arriving in Jerusalem when he wrote, wrote the letter to Romans. But either way, the Lord was still ministering to his heart. And there are a lot of similarities in what Paul is going through here to what the Lord went through in the garden. Mm -hmm. Or when Peter, he was telling them he was going to suffer. You can look at Matthew chapter 16, verse 21 through 23, and Mark chapter 8. Um, Layla, can you look up Matthew chapter 16, verse 21 through 23? And Charles, can you get Mark 8, verses 31 through 33?
2: Mommy, you and said Matthew sixteen twenty-one through twenty-three?
1: Yes, ma'am. Okay. The Charles Mark chapter eight, thirty-one through thirty-three, and promise. Go to Second Kings chapter two. I'm there. So am I. Okay.
2: Will you read to me, Layla? Yes. From that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men.
4: Mm -hmm.
5: Mhm. And wait, excuse me. You said chapter two, right? I, I did. I did. Not. Second Kings chapter two, right? Second Kings chapter two. Okay. And
1: I'll tell you where to read. The Charles, you can go ahead and read yours, please.
3: And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke this word openly. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when he had turned around and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter, saying, Get behind me, Satan, for I know you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. When he had called the people to himself with his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For that will be for what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words is this, in this adulterous and sinful generation of him the Son of God, the Son of Man also, also will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels.
1: Amen. Thank you, sweetheart. You're welcome. Jesus when he was speaking was declaring because he did he understood the word of the Lord and it was clear to him. There were no shadows in what he was seeing or, you know, no flesh that was interfering. And then when you look at what he did in the garden when he asked his his friends to intercede for him because the place he was going to was going to be difficult you see paul making a similar plea for the people that love him to intercede and connect with the holy spirit on his behalf yes okay um second kings chapter two promise you can read for me please um verses one through five
5: Yes, mommy? And it came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went to Elisha went with Elisha to Gigal. Then Elisha Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So he went to Bethel. So they went down to Bethel. Sorry. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you not know that the Lord take away your master from over you today? And he said, Yes, I know that. Keep silent. <laughs> then Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Jericho. But he said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So he went to Jericho. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to the license and said to him, "Do you not know that the Lord will take your master from over you today? Take will your master from over you today?" So he answered. So he answered, "Yes, I know." Keep silent. Okay. And. <laughs> mm
4: mm-hmm.
5: that's,
1: that's. I love the enthusiasm. I there, do sir. too. I appreciate that. But you see the Lord ministering and making known to him so that he wouldn't be lost in the moment and he wouldn't miss the plan of God. But likewise, he does that for all of us through the Holy spirit. So we don't miss him in the moment and make, take a course that's outside of what he plans for us. So we don't refuse or resist the will and the plan of God for our lives, even when it seems difficult and it looks hard and, and it's more than seems it it is difficult to have your physical body, um, punished to have it beaten to have it bruised to be imprisoned and your freedom taken away all of those things they are hard and they are a challenge but with god and through god we can do anything
0: so well, and um, and i'd say this right and of course this is a there is the fleshly element or aspects right whether it was paul and as we read in acts right or it was uh peter with jesus right mm-hmm. or even in in the scripture in in 2 Kings, right? It wasn't just the person that was going to go through it. It was everyone involved. Everyone that was connected. Nobody wants to see a a friend, a brother or a sister in Christ go through or experience hardships and trials and um, I'll say even separation. Right? However, we have to align ourselves with the Lord and the Lord's plan. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no one wants to see those things. No one wants to experience those things. We we want to be able to remain, I'll say, connected and...
1: Holding and intact.
0: (laughs) Holding right as the entire body, all together, all the time. And at the same time, we have to, to be willing to allow the Lord's plan to take effect more than what we want or what we feel. Right? Our emotions can't drive, if you will, the plan of the Lord. I'm not saying that, um, I'll say it in this way. We have to rein it in, right? And just realign ourselves or align ourselves with the Lord and his plan, not what we want or what we feel or think. So if the Lord has to call one, in this case, Paul, to go somewhere else, are the people in the place where he was just at going to miss him? Absolutely. But that's why he's also urging them to pray. That's why he's urging them. Hey, so in can continue to to contribute to the ministry and to the work that's being done everywhere that the Lord sends them. Right?
4: Because mm-hmm.
0: if Paul had of listened to the people instead of the Lord, would he have had the same impact of his ministry? No, absolutely not. He had the impact of his ministry just like Christ because. He stayed in tune and in alignment with the, the Lord's will and the Lord's plan.
1: Amen. And he finished the course. So when we're looking back at Romans chapter 15 and even reviewing from verse 22, even though that's not what we cover today, but down through the end, and as in many places, as Paul has walked, um, as has written to these believers, He is accepting and declaring what God has called him to do, Mm -hmm. which is a place that we all must come to. He could have said, well, um, my ministry, I want it to look like this, or I want you to use me in this way, God. Or what about them over there? Kind of like what Peter Peter said when the Lord was speaking with John and Peter um, after he was raised from the dead. And he was saying to them, you know, he was telling Peter, this is what's going to happen in your life. This is, this is exactly what's going to happen in your lifetime. And people are going to bind When you're young, you're going to go where you want to. But when you get old, they're going to bind you, and they're going to take you where you don't want to go. And they're, they're going to do these things to you. And Peter was obviously troubled by that. I mean, who wouldn't be? But then he said, well, Lord, what about him? You know, motioning and referencing John.
4: Mm.
1: And then the Lord was like, if he stays here until I come back, what is that to you? <laughs> do what I told you to do, basically. Um, keep your focus on what he's asking you to do. So the, the apostle Paul here in chapter 15 of Romans, when he keeps announcing to us, I'm, this is what I'm doing. I'm called to the Gentiles. And, and rehearsing that, sometimes it might seem out of context and, or, or as a unnecessary, an unnecessary addition, but it's him declaring, this is who I am. This is where I stand. To do your will, O God. This is why I have been separated from my mother's womb at the appointed time. This is why I was brought into the ministry. This is why I'm on this earth, not to live for myself, but to finish the work that God called me to, which is the same stance and position our Lord and Savior took Mm -hmm. in his natural um, earthly ministry. And referencing back to Acts 21, when... Uh, we're looking at verse 13. What do you, When Paul answered, he says, Then Paul answered, What do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of Jesus Christ. The Charles, you read, if we love our life and we try to save it, we'll lose it. And he was having his garden moment. This was an opportunity that Paul could have said, Yo, ooh, you sure right. Uh, never mind. And he could have tried to hop on a ship and go somewhere else. Tried to go to... um
2: Tarshish, Tarshish
1: instead of going to Nineveh because he didn't want to hear what God said, or he was trying to per, um, preserve himself, save his own life. But he said, no, for God, I live and for God, I'll die. Whatever what whatever God wants for me, that's what I'll do. I'm not talking about the enemy mm-hmm. and deception. And I'm not talking about suicide. I'm not talking about any of those things, but him walking a believer being led by the spirit to walk into hard things is, how we should pursue God and he should be able to ask of us anything. When I was younger, I, I read the account of um, Paul going to Jerusalem and how he was bound and they came out and they fought against him and all of those things. And he ended up going to prison. And I was like, God, why didn't he just do this? Or he could have just gone another way. Why didn't he just go? He, he didn't have to go to Jerusalem. Maybe he was being prideful or arrogant and he should have resisted. He should have gone somewhere different because he was trying to insist. But, When I matured and put away my fleshly thinking, my human thinking, fleshly is not always pure out perversion or sins. But like what Jesus said to Peter, you don't understand the things of God, Mm -hmm. and you're a stumbling block to the plan of God coming forth. It was every bit of God's pleasure for Jesus to be crushed and bruised for us, for Him to bear our sins on the cross, Mm -hmm. and that was not a pretty picture. But Peter, because he didn't understand and he was thinking like a mere man, couldn't see that the plan of God, even though it looked painful, even though it meant that Jesus would die for us, it meant so much more on the other side. So much more for the whole plan of redemption and creation that's waiting for the sons of God to be manifest. This is Mm -hmm. the plan of God. So that being said, when you consider this, understand that it's good to know and to walk in the will of the lord and to place oh i'm sorry Go
0: ahead. it is good regardless of what it looks like on the surface because right, if, if we took a read of acts and all the the places that paul went there is an incredible amount of resistance that from he receives other people from the people and, 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 and from
1: the spirit, he calls it a, a messenger of Satan in other absolutely. writings sent to, to buffet his flesh. Um, absolutely. But not it, sent by
0: God, but the enemy. You find it everywhere.
6: I just want to quick interject there, too. It's, it's our responsibility to be obedient to what the Holy Spirit is directing us. Amen. And we don't have a right to demand the entire plan. Hmm. And where Amen. Peter failed to understand that, he was not capable of understanding the entire plan. That's why Jesus said, hey, wait, whoa, whoa. What you're saying isn't part of the plan. Mm-hmm. And we're just supposed to accept that from the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for correcting me. Amen. I'll pay attention to what you told me to do. Amen. Put your head down and get about what you're supposed to be doing. Amen. D- don't worry about what anybody else is doing.
4: <laughs> Amen. Okay. But let's also look Amen. at the why, right? Thank you, because dude.
0: Jesus addresses that. Right? He says repeatedly, I have many things to share with you, but you're not ready. Right, you, You've not le- reached the level of maturity that Christ was asking and, and prompting them to, to get to so that he could share the, those more secret and the deeper things of himself with them. So, uh, I bring that up because we all have that, I'll say that opportunity, but that thing that we have to address. What is preventing us from, from growing and maturing in the things of God that prevents him from being able to share those things with us? All right, so no, he couldn't get the whole plan, but he wasn't ready to hear the whole plan. Right, I have many things to share with you, but you're not ready now. The, I'll say the hope was that he, they would get ready, that he would, but in that moment, he was not. And, but back to Paul. Yes, you can, you can see that the Lord has revealed the plan, and of course, as you read in Acts, there was the The word from Agabus, but there's also the or why I think part of the other reason why we see in. Um. Verse thirty one, right? <laughs> that I of, Paul, of, of no of Romans sixteen Romans that I may be delivered from those yes from fifteen. Excuse me, it's Romans okay. fifteen thirty one, that I may be delivered from those in Judea who do not believe, and that my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints. Paul was, throughout much of his, his ministry, was ministering to the, to the Gentiles, to the nations, and they were coming to Christ in incredible numbers. But there was also a huge amount of resistance, but he didn't go by what he saw or what he experienced. I mean, if, if you read Acts, I mean, in, in the accounts there of Paul's ministry, uh, he was stoned, he was, I mean, he, I'll say endured a significant amount of suffering for the gospel he did and you hear and hear right like that it would be acceptable like it was right so there's all all also you uh, you can kind of hear his heart like i hope it's not like all the other times <laughs> they'll still right
1: and they'll be blessed by it
0: <laughs> exactly i hope they just receive it uh, that mm-hmm. they just receive the the gift and the blessing and and all those things that are able to come into them right which you kind of hear with um and Romans twelve, right, three through eight. I won't, we won't read it, but I'll just. We were talking earlier about imparting spiritual gifts, right? That they would just be able to receive and function in, the the giftings and the callings that the Lord has given them, mm-hmm. right? That, that acknowledge, hey, there's a place for you to do this, to, to move forward in, in the things that the Lord has given you. Mm-hmm. Just like we all have to move forward in the things the Lord has given us to do.
1: Amen. And touching back to Acts 22 and, um, I'm sorry, was I in 21. I was in 21. Acts 21. Acts 21, um, verse 13. That was Paul's Garden of Gethsemane moment.
4: Uh-huh.
1: And that was the time that he had to make his, his declaration of where he would be and then pursue pursue or proceed with god in it um luke 22 uh verse i'll re- start reading at verse 39 it says coming out he went to the mount of olives this is jesus and he wa- as he was accustomed and his disciples also followed him when he came to the place he said to them pray that you may not enter into temptation And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw. And he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. (laughs) Then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. When he rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. So, You see, even when if you keep reading in Acts, when they took him to they were taking him to Rome, they suffered shipwreck and um it still wasn't an easy trip. Right. Even captivity. Just like when he when he when Jesus And I mean the
0: transport parched and nothing captivity.
1: Sure, sure, amen. When Jesus was in the garden making that crucial decision that would change or solidify everything An angel came and ministered and helped him on the way. We have ministering Mm -hmm. spirits. And likewise, when Paul made his declaration and continued to go forth, God gave him the same thing. So I just, I like to see that um, the glory of God and his faithfulness coming through there. And it doesn't matter who you are. He's faithful to you according to his righteousness and his character and his goodness and consistency. And I wanted also to encourage you, whatever God is asking you for, he'll confirm his word, which he did for Um, Paul at many times to let him know that this is me leading you, this is not the the adversary that you need to rebuke and be casting out or things Mm -hmm. like that, this is where I'm leading you because I need you to be in a certain place I need you to be not wandering in the marketplace but I need you to be inside of Caesar's household, I need you to have access to him with the prison guards and things of that nature because he got wanted to influence that way so yielding to the plan of God for your life doesn't always it's not always easy with sunshine and rainbows and butterflies and chirping birds sometimes it's hard and it always requires that you master your flesh and bring it into subjection and submission to jesus christ so you can do what it is that he's called you to you can do the will of the lord and um receive the crown that you're actually looking for the well done thou good and faithful servant you know I don't know how, I don't know about you or how you feel about this, but I want every reward that God intends to give me. I want all the, every good thing that he has for me now and in this lifetime and in the one to come. I want to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I want mm. a standing ovation <laughs> because I've done everything God has called me to do when I walk into heaven. Mm-hmm. I want them to know my name and, and realize when I'm coming home. And I want to receive my rewards from Jesus.
0: Absolutely. And, and one last thing, even in spite of everything, right? The trials, the challenges, the right? How does he conclude? You, you could almost say that this is really where Paul concluded the letter. I know there's more. So I'll say it's the first ending to the letter, right? And how does he end it? Now, may the God of peace be with you all. So knowing, having insight as to what is go- coming or what he's going to have to endure. He's still acknowledging God is the God of peace Amen. and will give him peace, right? Not Mm -hmm. as the world gives peace, but the God of peace, our God, our Lord and Savior, whom we serve, will give him peace even in the midst of all the trials. Mm -hmm. Amen?
4: Amen. Mm
6: -hmm. All right. Well, let's pause there. Just one quick thing. Yes, brother. Just always remember, that starts with offering praise and adoration. Amen. Mm Always begins with a place of praise and adoration. You may ask God questions. You may speak your heart. Always, but start with praise and adoration first. Absolutely. Amen.
0: Thank you for that, brother. Amen. And with that, can we get a volunteer to close out in prayer? I will. All right, promise.
5: All right. Well, I just thank you for today. Just thank you for making where everything, of your words, important. And that none of it should be disregarded. Mm-hmm. And I also just thank you for just making me are really peculiar. And there's no such thing as you being unpeculiar. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, amen. <laughs> In
1: Jesus' name, amen. amen. <laughs> he we'll, is a un- he's unique, absolutely.
0: Most definitely. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day.